two yards should be just a nice, comfortable nine iron for him. They're going to go nuts when he hits this thing. <laughs> What up, my friends? Uh, coming in hot tonight. Welcome to Preferred Lines for the RSM Classic. We are coming to you live on Twitter and YouTube off of back-to-back wins on the PGA Tour. Uh, this is the Preferred Lines podcast. As I mentioned, if you stumbled upon this, feel free to give it a like, a subscribe on the YouTube page. Um, that is always much appreciated. If you want to drop any questions in the chat, there is no guest tonight. Consider that you. Um, ask me a question. I will be happy to bring it up on screen and uh, do my best to answer it. Might not be good, but might not be what you want to hear, but I'll do my best. Uh, make sure that you are not doing that on Twitter. You pop them on over to the YouTube page and drop it in there. Here's what we got. RSM Classic. Uh, sea Island. Went to Sea Island a few years ago. Uh, did not play these particular courses, but excited about it. We've got a little bit of course history. We kind of know what to expect um, from this week. Let's get right into the course preview. I don't want to waste any time. Sea Island Resort. Um, so there are two golf courses. There is the Seaside Course and the Plantation Course. They share similarities. They're both roughly around 7,000 yards so short by, by PGA Tour standards. Um, the Seaside is a par 70, and the Plantation Course is going to be a par 72. Of course, it has those two additional par fives, which are extremely gettable. It's a little bit tighter, a little bit more tree line. It's a little bit more difficult but the fact that you have two extra strokes to par um, has led that to play almost a stroke more under par if I said that correctly so in terms of two par scoring the plantation course uh, is a bit easier but in terms of overall score um, you know seaside is still going to take the cake because it still plays under par uh, Tom Fazio design redesign, I should say, on the seaside course David Slove uh, getting his hand, hat in the ring uh, we've seen uh, a couple of courses designed by former players here lately with Brooks and with Norman, of course. Um, so Davis Love had a had a heavy hand in the redesign of the plantation course. It is Bermuda grass, fairways and greens. Um, familiar coastal southern Georgia, almost right at the tip of Florida there, um, you know, type of elements. The fairways are wide, so there is a lot of water in that aspect, but the fairways are nearly 42 yards wide on average, at least at the seaside course, which is like there were like six tournaments in a row for reference that they were under 30. Um, So 42 yard wide fairways. It is a resort course, even though there is water. It doesn't really play into it. Um, Greens are on the bigger side, um, undulating. I'll get a little bit more into those later. Um, cut line historically has been around four or five under par plays is one of the easier stops on tour almost every year. Uh, for instance, last year, Taylor Gooch won this event at 22 under par Robert Streb the year before at 19 under par outlier year with the weather, uh, when Tyler Duncan won at minus 11, that's like, uh, like you see with a lot of these courses, that's going to be your defense. Um, the course can play. So it's totally dependent upon the conditions. Uh, Charles Howe won it the year before that at 19 under par. So in terms of my model last week, I put a ton into off the tee game distance 
and good drives gained. It's what basically landed me sort of on Tony Finau last week. I'm going to almost completely diminish those and kind of wipe those away this week. Uh, resort course, like everyone's going to hit the fairway, um, which, you know, it, it becomes essentially a second shot golf course. And being that it's shorter, um, almost everyone in the field is going to have 100 to 175 yards on nearly all approach shots. That's going to be a key range for the week, given that the course is sub 7,200 yards. I like to look at approach stats and kind of filter that out by shorter courses. I'm going to get into a little model here in a second, which I'm going to bring on screen that will be my default guest for the week. Uh, we'll talk more about that. Birdie or better rates, particularly of the fall. A little bit of course history. And of course, like this is a classic putting week. I mentioned this on Twitter earlier. Um, this time of year, especially in the Southeast where these Bermuda grass greens get extremely grainy. And it's one of those things that when I moved here, took me a while to understand. Um, because there's a lot of times where, where people are going to tell you to read the grain. It'll end up putting you on the wrong track. And, um, it, it's not much as much of a factor as an amateur player may assume, um, in a putt. It moves it in the winter. And the fact that it's going to be cold in the 40s and low 50s the majority of the week there, it just makes putting really hard. The grain is super firm. Like Bermuda grass has to be able to withstand the elements. It is a tough grass. And I'm not a, a huge grass person by any means, but, um, you know, bent grass and these other types of forms are able to be easily manipulated by a golf ball. Bermuda grass has to stand up to 90 degree heat, has to stand up against the salt water. It is firm. It's strong. Uh, so it is hard to move. And when it gets going a certain direction, there is no doubt that it is going to move your ball that way, especially um, when the when the weather coldens up a little bit, if it firms it up even more. Get yourself a good putter this week. Um, I've got a t I've got a couple. I'm going to bring up now sort of um, the model. And I wanted to showcase this because um, it's it's so Rick, um, who I do the Wednesday Jock Market Show with, kind of rolled out a new version of his custom model, which I really like. And I wanted to sort of bring it up on screen. I hope that he doesn't mind. Of course, I, I pay for the sub to his site. Uh, it is behind a paywall, but I think it is well worth it. And I kind of want to showcase that. And bring that in here so I can give you some of the capabilities. So, you know, like no sponsors on the show anymore. Um, I'll talk a little bit about that in, in, a, in a brief final thoughts segment. But um, I, I, it's just me, guys. Uh, of course, my friends Chad and, and Eric and Jish still support the show. Fantasy Golf Pod. Those that's the only guys I got left helping me out. If you may be interested in supporting your preferred lines for 2023, Please reach out. Would love to hear from you. I'm, I'm actively sourcing ideas to um, to keep the show alive. So uh, anyone that's here right now, I, I appreciate your support greatly. This is what sort of Rick's got going on his, on his custom modeling here. Um, so you can either build at the top here by date range or recent rounds. Um, 32 is what I picked. It basically goes back eight tournaments, assuming that you made the cut in every one. If you miss some cuts, it's going to go back even further than that. What's nice about... Rick's data is um, it's current. It's pulls from all tours. So there is corn fairy stuff. There is um, European tour stuff. There is live stuff. If you have guys who may be in a European tour field who you're trying to research. So um, it pulls everything. So here's kind of how you can break it down. Strokes game. This is how I did it. 
Um, off the tee, eight, approach, 15, around the green, five, putting, five. You can get into weighted strokes gain, which is essentially um, taking the strength of the field and then measuring that against your strokes gain. For instance, when Denny McCarthy, who I talk about later, gained eight strokes at the U.S. Open, that's a lot better than gaining eight strokes at the Butterfield Bermuda, which it should be. Uh, those strokes are weighted differently based on field strength, which I think is a cool factor. Here's where you can get down to your round by round. I did not do that this week, but this is extremely helpful. This is all your standard uh, markers, 12, 24, 36, 50, 100 rounds. You can you know, individually put in weights for each one of those scoring. Um, looking at birdie or better rates this week, last week I had bogey avoidance in there. Not really concerned with the fantasy stuff. I don't really, um, this is, this is a betting show driving. I, I have nothing this week, but you can look at distance versus accuracy, um, approach. This is where I really kind of honed in on a lot of those proximity buckets. Definitely played a little bit of greens in regulation just to, you know, bring that into the fold and then putting, uh, strokes game putting on Bermuda. I did 10% here. Um, hole types, you can do this all by by distances for each hole, you know, or you can, you know, just do it by par three scoring or par four scoring. I did not do any of that. Course history, this is, I found, very convenient. So instead of looking, um, it's just an easy way to filter it out by course. So, of course, I did a little bit of Sea Island here and then course types. Uh, easy, right? Scoring distances are going to be easy. Brian Harmon is the number one guy in my model, followed by Tony Finau, Jason Day, who's been red hot. Uh, Brendan Todd is there. Chesson Hadley, Tom Hoagie, Scott Stallings, Ben Taylor, Andrew Putnam, Aaron Rye. So those are my top 10. As you can see, like Harmon is clearly like zero red on this. Anyone that you, I like how he puts the little medals in here too. So you can see first, second, or third. Um, so Obviously, the weighted strokes gain total. Brian Harmon has been fantastic there. Uh, Finau, extremely consistent again. Uh, Jason Day's numbers have been rocketing. Uh, so great to see some good stuff from Jason Day. And then uh, Brendan Todd, who I like this week as well. I'm going to bring up now. Let's make some bets. What do you say? All right. Odds checker grid. Tony Finau trying to go back to back. He's 10 to 1 over a bet 365. That's the best number you are going to find. Brian Harmon now 25 to 1. So this is this is this is a nice gap here. This is what we like to see with a heavy favorite. Uh Seamus 25 to 1. Montgomery 29 to 1. Day 30 to 1. Hoagie 30 to 1. McCarthy is 35 to 1. First bet I made today, Denny. First bet. Um, this is a putting course. I love his ability to do so on the Bermuda grass. I like his ability to play well at smaller golf courses with not a lot of trouble in terms of water off the tee. It's where he gets himself into trouble all the time. Just find a 42 yard wide fairway. He is good with his wedges. He is great with his putter. He's fantastic around the green. I think it's time. And this is this is like me testing fate a little bit. Um, feeling myself a little bit coming off a Russell Henley victory and a Tony Finau victory. Like, why not take my boy here? I could go Hoagie. I think he's the popular pick, and I think that that's deservingly so. But in the same token, um, I think McCarthy's the better putter. If you point to some, some, some sort of Bermuda grass splits there, 
I think that that makes a massive jump for him as well. Um, Fino, I just don't, although he's won like three of his last seven or eight, it's tough. I'm not taking 10 to one Fino. I just had 25 to one. Harmon is the top of my model. I, I hear anyone who's saying that that would make a valid bet at 25 to one. That is a quality number, seeing that he's seven points lower at 18 to one over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, yeah, could be talked into it. Could be swayed on Brian Harmon. Not going to do it, though, for right now, for the purposes of this show. Uh, moving down the board just a little bit. Here's some of the names you're going to see. Killer Keith Mitchell, he's a Sea Island boy, 35 to 1. Joel Damon as well, 40. P. Raj, 45 to 1. Davis Riley's 50 to 1. He's been playing fantastic. Justin Rose had a nice week for himself last week at 50 to 1. Kisner's 50 to 1. Mackenzie Hughes is 50 to 1. Um, I instantly wanted to go to Kisner. Then I saw, you know, speaking of just like shameless shout outs. I watched my boy DB's uh, early first look preview. Great tidbit in there from DB that Kevin Kisner has kind of quietly split ways with John Tillery, longtime coach, longtime friend, is now working with Justin Parsons, I believe, there in the Sea Island area. But anytime that you are going through and in the beginning stages of a swing change and a coach change, it's a red flag. Not that he can't do it. It's a it's a the type of red flag that you don't necessarily want when when trying to look for reasons to back a guy Mackenzie Hughes I have a lot of interest in um have not made this bet yet and I'm not quite sure why I don't think I quite had the 50 to 1 available um but he's the one that I I definitely liked early on but is not one of the four names that that I've currently already bet um if there's a 50 out there I like it he's been playing fantastic coming off a recent win I think he has a a, a win at the RSM too right if anyone's in here, fact check that for me. I think that's where he got his first victory. Did he win that? I'm going to look up on my phone here. You know what? Let's bring in all Google. Kenzie Hughes RSM win. Rookie Hughes wins the RSM Classic 2016 St. Simons Island. Great memory on this guy. Uh, Mackenzie Hughes is 50 to 1. Love that. You should take that. If you have the 50, take it. That's at DraftKings. <coughs> Moving down a little bit. Kuchar's 50 to 1. Neesmith, 50 to 1. Sahith Thagala's 50 to 1. Penrith, 50. Webb Simpson, 50 to 1. Oh, how Webb has fallen. Wyndham Clark is 50. They just seem to have stacked everyone here who at one point was a good player. Putnam 55, Spawn 55, Rye 60, Smalley 60, Brendan Todd. Let's talk Brendan Todd. Let me pull back up the custom model here because he's really been fantastic. Uh, the strokes gain off the tee is clearly his worst uh, stat available here, but I mentioned that I'm sort of devaluing that. I only had a 5% weight on it uh, regardless. Um, where's he been really good? Obviously, strokes gain putting. He's fantastic on Bermuda. The birdie or better rate is eighth right now in the field. Also solid. Um, tenth in short wedges, 100 to 125. He is fourth. Um, all around pretty solid. Stroke gain easy. He's top 20 in that as well. Good course history here. Good Sea Island narrative. 
great putter, short course, in decent form. Let's take Brendan Todd, 60 to 1. Todd Father. McCarthy, Todd. Two of the top five putters in the field. McCarthy's one. Todd's a top five putter. All right. Let's keep it moving. Hardy, 66, going down into kind of this middle range. Here's an interesting one. Two of them. Taylor Moore, Will Gordon. I was on Taylor Moore last week at 60 to 1. This feels like one of those situations where you don't want to jump off a week too soon. It's the last event of the fall. I've been on this guy. He's been consistently putting together decent finishes one after another. I should probably go back for my own sanity. Will Gordon, now a Sea Island guy as well, 66 to 1. I think he's living there with Davis Thompson. Um, great number on him, 41 to 1 over at FanDuel. So clearly he's getting kind of steamed. Uh, 50 to 1, a lot of other books. Who is this? This is Bet MGM has a 66 to 1 on Gordon. That's a good number. Kirk, 66. We got to talk about Burmeester for a second because I'm. here's another one. Blindly on him last week. No nothing. Fourth in my stat model. Everyone's on him. He's super chalk in DraftKings. Everyone's got a betting ticket. Everyone's got jock market shares of him. Yeah, he's the same number in a worse field a week later, and it feels like nobody's going to want to play him. Um, may run that one back on the card just for, you know, just to be safe. Grayson Sig, this is the next bet I have, 85 to 1. Had a great fall thus far. Um, also has sort of some local narratives and ties to the area. Um, 85 to one. I think I got, I got an 80 here. Um, but still, I feel like that number is pretty unanimously available. I like that number. Let me see if he's doing anything in my stat model, even though I didn't really see his name here. Where is he at? You know what? Let's do this. Let's showcase a little more of Rick's great site here. I'm going to go to golfer profiles. Let's see what Grayson Sig's been up to. Tony Fino gaining three point or point three one six in putting. Jesus. Sig 42nd at Mayakoba, no strokes gain there. Um, Butterfield, Bermuda, 11th, seven strokes gained total there. Not much other than that. Shriners, 44th. Sanderson Farms, 9th. Fortinet, 51st. Um, he's been great with the putter. Like I mentioned, you're obviously going to want a good one. Gained in at least four straight. Could potentially be more than that. Um, the approach numbers haven't been great. That's a little bit worrisome, but I took an 80 to 1. All right. Uh, moving down, Jaeger, Griffin, Thompson, Molinari. These now we're starting to get in a triple digit hundred to one. JT Poston. What's JT Poston been up to? Because that's a big number on Poston. I hit Poston um at the John Deere, which I believe was in July. Since then. Yeah, it hasn't been. So the last two starts haven't been good. Cut it, Mayakoba. Um, 67th at the CJ cup. That's not great. Straka, a lot of people like last week, uh, is 101. Lee Hodges is there. Love Justin lower 120 to one. Let's look at Justin lower here. 
Um, look at how easy and like seamless this is to kind of go back and forth between guys. Uh, cut last week. Okay. Get here a little early. 56th, 8th, 20th, 45th, 4th, 9th. So before last week when he had the cut, one, two, three, four of his previous six starts were top 20 finishes. Um, also a very good putter that you can see here. Uh, with the exception of the Houston Open, he is pretty much a consistent gainer. With the putter, that looks like it is his strongest stat category. He's 120 to 1. And the last guy I want to talk about here, what's going on with my boy lately? All right, what do you do at Houston? Oh, my God. Svensson finished 39th and gained four strokes putting. I've been begging for Svensson to gain four strokes putting forever, and uh, he lost strokes on approach and ball striking. Wild, wild game we like. Uh, 39th, yeah, it's been it's been pretty bad. What's the best number on him? Maybe a top 20. I, I like him here in the southeast. I like him on short courses. Um, these are sort of the poignant like filters that I have in place for am I going to bet Svensson? 150 to 1 is the best number there on FanDuel and bet MGM. Um, yeah, those are my bets. Anyone else down here um, I have not taken? Ryan Moore's been playing better for what it's worth. Um, he's 180 to one. Here's Streber. He's got a win two years ago, 200 to one. Callum Terran's been really falling off. Yeah, I don't see anything else. Maybe Duncan. Duncan won here. Has he been bad? It's 250 to one. There have been some huge, huge bombs that put uh, have hit here. I retweeted PGA splits earlier today that says the average winner, I believe, over the last eight to 10 years is 120 to one on the odds board. Don't be afraid to sprinkle a couple. Basically, the last event of the fall here. All right. That was preferred lines. Those are my bets. I appreciate you checking out the show once again. This is going to I don't think I'm going to do a show for the hero. This is going to do it for this year. I'm going to take the next. 45 days and figure out what I'm going to do. Um, I, I don't want to say that this is the last episode of preferred lines. I don't believe that to be true, but um, I've got to figure out ways guys. Like I'm, I'm, I'm pouring a lot into this and I have to figure out a way to monetize it and make it worth my time. My family and the time that I'm taking away from my kids and my wife is, um, It's not a burden. It's a choice and it's a hobby, but I need to make sure that um, I'm valuing that time equal with what I'm getting out of this show. Now, do I need to get paid a ton of money to do the show? No, that's not what I'm saying, but I need to make sure that um, the importance of being there to put my kids to bed, the importance of making sure that they go to sleep before I run downstairs, um, the importance of not putting everything on getting stuff ready for the morning on my wife and rushing around two, three nights a week to, to get down here and get everyone tucked away, um, is a lot. It's a lot for new parents. My daughter's turning three this weekend. Uh, my son will be turning six. My kids are getting bigger. Uh, it, I'm just in a busy time. I'm open to other opportunities. If there are any that, uh, could potentially come out there. Um, this has always been my dream. This has always been my baby. This has always been something. And I, I actually rewatched uh, the first one that I did to myself and the final thoughts that I had. And um, 
just speaking about taking a chance on myself. And I felt like I, I feel like I gave it a good effort. Um, I, I've done a lot to sort of improve everything from the thumbnails to the branding, to the look, to shirts. Um, and, and like, look, I'm going to be honest, the, the viewership is down. Um, I'm not getting as many downloads. Maybe I'm being hard on myself cause it is the fall, but, um, uh, it's starting to get, if I'm being completely open and honest, which I've always prided myself on being an authentic, it's becoming a little discouraging to me. Um, and this is not to say that people don't have the right to choose other shows and there's so many other good things out there. And I have a ton of respect for anyone else who, who sits in front of a microphone and does this. So I look, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I'm going to see and sort of assess things. I didn't want to make this a big thing, but, um, if you're here and you're checking out the show, um, I see you, uh, I thank you for being along for this ride. We're over a hundred episodes in I've logged over 200 hours doing this. So it's appreciated. Um, thank you very much. I don't want to take up any more of your time tonight. Enjoy Monday night football. The best of luck. Let's try to go back to back to back. Let's hit one at the RSM classic. Um, Denny week. If it's Denny week, that, that might be a good way to go out. Um, love you. Appreciate you. Peace.